Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're faith-filled women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you can, because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hey there, before we get started today, I just wanted to make sure that you knew about the Secret Sister Circle. That is a membership that I created to basically take the exhausted wife of an alcoholic from just sitting around wishing things would change, praying things would change, hoping things would change, to actually knowing what to do to find some stability and peace and happiness again. So I started this back in July, I believe, and we have covered a lot of ground since then. So I just wanted to go over real quickly with you just some of the topics that we've covered in there so you can kind of get an idea of um, what we talk about and if these are some things that maybe you could actually use. So we talked about, we started out with talking about some common pitfalls that wives of alcoholics fall into and how to overcome those. We talked about the all important taking thoughts captive and we really dove deep into exactly how to do that and how it can really just improve everything in your situation. We've talked about codependency, understanding alcoholism, uh, boundaries, effective communication with an addicted spouse. Um, We have also covered a lot of spiritual ground, like how to really embrace and uh, implement a meaningful quiet time with the Lord into your life, how to deepen your relationship with God. We did a study on that. We did a study on trusting in God. We did a study on how to hear from God. Um, we talked, we've talked about self-care for wives of alcoholics and what that looks like and exactly how to implement that. Uh, we've done a self-worth study, just so, just covered so many great things in there. And all of the material is presented to you in a way that is easy to consume, but also it gives you a lot of assistance in actually knowing how to implement this stuff into your life. Because I'm sure you've heard me say before, knowing is one thing, but doing is everything. So that is the Secret Sisters membership in a nutshell. I would absolutely love to have you join me there. It is super powerful um, and just there's some great life-changing stuff going on in there. You can find out more about it by going to my website, marriedtoaddiction.com, and just clicking on the tab that says uh, membership. I believe it's under the Get Help tab or drop down rather, and you'll see it there, Secret Sisters membership. So please go check it out. I would absolutely love to have you there with us. Hello, and welcome to episode 35 of the Married to Addiction podcast. I'm pretty excited about this episode because this is something that I was confused about for a really long time. And today we're going to break it down into a way that I hope will be easy for you to understand if you are also confused about this. So the title of today's episode is The Line Between Faith and Works for the Wife of an Alcoholic. So basically, the question here is when you're dealing with the situation that you're in or really any situation, but of course, we're going to be concentrating on how this works for the wife of an alcoholic specifically. But the bigger question is in any situation, what is your part of it and what is God's part of it? And as I said, I've been confused about this a lot in the past as it pertains to a lot of different scenarios in my life. You know, I I always heard that there was faith and there was works, but it's like, well, how do I know where the line is between what I'm supposed to be doing and what God's supposed to be doing? So there's a lot of examples in the Bible 
where God first gives someone something to do before they could step into what he had for them. And I'm sure there's, you know, maybe a couple stories that are coming to your mind that you can think of, but there was an instruction first. And then once that person had done their part, then God worked on his part. So basically the, the lesson is that we must have faith. That is super important, but we must also do our part in whatever the situation is. So I want to start with Luke 5, verses 4 through 6. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, but master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I'll let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So I'm thinking about these guys. They've been out in the water fishing all night. Think about that. They didn't just go out for an hour or two. They'd been fishing all night. And they hadn't caught anything. (laughs) Anything. Not just a fish or two. They hadn't caught anything. And fishing, you know, back then was even harder than it is now. And, you know, sometimes people, even today with all the the different things that they have and different advances in fishing equipment and stuff, sometimes, you know, you still sit out there for a really long time and don't catch anything. But these guys with the, I'm sure, very um, limited equipment that they had basically were working really hard because it's a lot harder to to work with less equipment, right? And they hadn't gotten anything, nothing. But because he was told to by the Lord, he said, okay, we'll do it. And he did. And they caught so many that their nets began to break. That's crazy. So they've been thinking, we've been trying this forever. Nothing's working. He probably also was thinking because he said back to the Lord, "Uh, we've worked all night. We haven't caught anything. So basically saying like, that's not going to work. This sounds dumb. (laughs) But they decided to, in faith, try it the Lord's way and do it one more time. And they caught, like I said, so many fish that their nuts broke. But the point I want you to to catch here is they had to actually do the work too. So could the Lord have just instantly filled their boat with fish? Of course, absolutely. But that wasn't the point. He was waiting for them to do what he asked them to do first. So I want you to think about the fact of whether or not that might be what you're doing in your life. Are you hearing suggestions here on this podcast or even somewhere else about maybe a different way to do things in your relationship with your alcoholic husband and you're thinking immediately that won't work or that's too hard or that doesn't make sense or I can't do that or, you know, maybe for someone else but not for me. Have you, have you caught yourself thinking those types of things? Have you ever even tried doing things differently? more than once or twice. You know, I know I've talked to a lot of women specifically with things like detaching and boundaries and they're like, oh yeah, I tried to set a boundary that didn't work. Okay, well, but did you really try? Did you consult God about it? Did you pray about it? Did you really try to listen to how he's trying to guide you in these different situations? Because sometimes you think you're waiting for God, but God is actually waiting for you. I'm going to say that again, because when I first heard that, it was like, mind blown. (laughs) You think you're waiting for God, 
but is God actually waiting for you? So go back to the last thing you felt like he told you to do. Have you done it? I bet you can think of something that you felt led to do. And maybe it was something that felt a little uncomfortable or a little weird. Or maybe it was, you know, like these fishermen were probably thinking, that sounds dumb. Maybe you think that sounds dumb. But is it something that you feel like you're being led to do or try or do things differently? And have you done it? That being said, yes, we do have a part in it. Yes, we do have things that we need to do on our part. But conversely, how is your faith? Because this episode is about faith and works. Faith without works is dead. There's two parts to this. So we want to make sure we're doing our part, but we want to also make sure that we're not doing God's part. So are you doing too much? Are you trying to maintain control? Are you trying to run the show? Are you trying to keep your hands on the wheel? Are you trying to manage or change your husband's addiction? Are you standing in the way of what God's trying to do? So now maybe you're doing too much. You're doing your part and God's part. So that's important too. So how do we find the proper balance between making sure we're doing our part, but making sure we're not doing God's part, making sure we're doing the works, but also making sure that we are standing in faith. And it's really pretty easy if you think about it this way. And this is another thing that once I heard this, I thought, okay, that I can do that. I know, I know how that feels. I know what this feels like. And I can pay attention to that to make sure that I'm staying on my side of the line but also doing what I need to be doing. So write this down. Um, either jot a, jot a note in your phone or actually physically write it down. Do something to remember this because this is an important reminder, especially in a situation like we are in where we are, where we are married to an alcoholic. So if you feel yourself frustrated, that is an indication of works of the flesh. Because when you are doing what God has asked you to do, or not do, you don't feel frustrated. Frustration comes when we are trying to do God's part, when we are trying to control things, when we are trying to be the one who is working towards the change or making the change that maybe that's the part that God is in control of. So if you are feeling frustration, that is an indication that you are too far over into the works line. And oh my gosh, how long did I spend there when my husband was deep in addiction? Honestly, about 90% of that time. Frustrated, overwhelmed. I can't do this. Just exasperated at the end of my rope. And guess what, friends? Every single bit of that is because you are trying to do God's part and you are not standing in faith that he will do his part. So frustration is an indication that you are too much in work, the works part of it. How do we know when we're when we are on the other side and in balance where we are standing in faith? Because we feel peace. So many times I see women saying, that they can have zero peace 
because their husband is an alcoholic. And believe me, I know how that feels. I was there for a really long time. But we feel like that not because of those feelings coming from God. Those feelings come from the enemy when we're feeling frustration and overwhelm and all of those awful things. When we really learn how to do our part but then set it down and trust that God will do his, that is where the peace comes. And you can have it regardless of where you are in your situation, regardless of what your husband's doing. You can have it. So I hope that that is helpful. I hope that just kind of phrasing it that way, that was really helpful for me. Frustration equals works. Peace equals faith. So for me, that really helped me know when I was leaning too far over in, you know, the wrong direction. So like I said, you might want to write that down. Um, You know, I've said before, put it on a post-it, you know, put it on a post-it on your dashboard, on your computer, on your desk at work, on your bathroom mirror to remind yourself each day that if you are in the frustration mode, you are too far over in the wrong direction. I know that it does feel scary when we have an addicted husband to say, okay, well, I'm just going to take my hands off of it and I'm going to do the part that I feel like God is calling me to do, but I'm going to trust him to do the rest. But guess what? He's got it way more than you do. So you can trust that even though things look bleak, really bleak, hopeless, all of that, God is working. God is absolutely 1,000% working in the background. I wanted to read you something that I posted in the group, our community for the Secret Sister Circle today. Um, I posted this this morning because I really thought that it was so, it was a great uh, visual for me. It says, you're lying in bed trying to figure it all out, but Jesus is saying, it is finished. Stop worrying. Unclench your jaw. Drop your shoulders, relax your brow, and breathe deep. I want you to take just a second right now. Take a deep breath in, hold it for a second, and release it out. And the rest of it says, he has everything worked out for your good and for his glory. You are in his hand. I hope that's been helpful for you today. As always, thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. Quick question for you before I let you go today. Have you been to the Married to Addiction website? If you haven't, I would love if you would go pay it a visit. It's just marriedtoaddiction.com. And over there, you can see um, just a lot of different information about my podcast. There is a blog on there. There's some free resources for you. And there's also a few ways that you can actually get some help if you need a little more help and direction and support as you travel this difficult path with your addicted husband. So if you haven't yet, please go visit marriedtoaddiction.com. Thanks so much.